Most of our nativity sets, formal, informal, well, they all have a lot of things in common, but one thing that a lot of them have that's not one of the people that we visit is that star on top. The star is always there, that star that literally represents God's light coming into this world. God's light that is so evident that it could not be denied, even across countries, even across lands. I'm going to do what scares Travis and go totally off my script. (laughs) Could you get me the, uh, or is it down there? I'm going to go grab it from Hannah. Can you switch this one? Oh. I'm going to be like our little kids because our kids, they love, love, love the story of the Magi. Our kids, it's really no wonder why they love the story of the Magi. It's because I get a little excited when we get to actually talk about the Magi. I don't have it turned on, but... (laughs) We do. We get get really excited when we get to talk about the Magi. And the reason why is because when you finish with Christmas, and please, please don't be one of those people that I've seen on Facebook that literally thinks that the 12 days of Christmas is leading us up to Christmas... Know that Christmas Day is that first day of Christmas. And these 12 days of Christmas are those 12 days following through January 5th. Because January 6th, that's where the wise men come in. January 6th is where Epiphany is. And Epiphany we celebrate each year and our kids get excited because they know that that's when we get to have all the extra fun and games. And yes, they oddly, oddly, you kids are just odd they oddly love the song that we just sang. Year-round, when I ask for the kids to pick songs for us to sing, they pick We Three Kings. Year-round, we sing We Three Kings. Don't really know why. I think it's because they finally learned the words to it, and they just are so proud of themselves that they've continued it. But during that season, that carnival season, we actually reenact some of that. And we have the parties where they put on the masks and they are reminded that at the end of that, you know, right before Lent, at the end of the season of Epiphany, that they get to eat up all of the sweets and sugars, the rich foods that are there, and they eat pancakes. And I give them king cake. And they get to figure out whose piece has a hidden baby in it that they get to find. And they find out the colors of the wise men the green and the yellow and the purple and how they each stand for these different forms of justice and of royalty. They get excited about these things because it's pretty exciting. They learn that these wise men, they didn't all travel together originally. These wise men came from three different countries. Three different countries speaking completely different languages. They weren't all traveling together as it's so beautifully done as they processed together in our pageants. These people didn't have the same customs. They didn't have the same traditions. But they watched the stars. And when the stars told them, this 
Jesus was coming, this prophecy from Micah was coming, they got excited. It's something big. And then they did end up meeting each other and figuring out that they were all following the same thing. Which really would get me pretty excited if I was one of those and I found out I wasn't the only crazy person following a star. And they went to the king that was there. Only that wasn't the king they were looking for. And they kept following and following and walking and walking. And I'm going to read this one thing that I hope some of you don't take offense to. Um, But there is a meme on Facebook. Well, Facebook has lots of little memes. Um, But there's a meme on Facebook right now. Oh, here it is. Um, that says, um, if the three magi had been women, they would have stopped for directions, arrived on time, helped deliver a baby, brought practical gifts, cleaned the stable, made a casserole, and there would have been peace on earth. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. I've seen other ones that were like, yeah, I believe in the whole virgin birth, but are any wise men? <laughs> there are a lot of them out there this time of year. The poor wise men, they get all, all the, the wise cracks, right? Um, but, but these guys were really well respected. They were very knowledgeable. They knew what had happened in their past, and they could tell you what was possibly to happen in the future. And these people were well-respected in their countries. And so for them to all come together and for them to find this child, this baby, the Savior that was to be born, I don't know what it would have been other than holy intervention, something divine to make you look at this child and know without a doubt that all of that journey, all of that hard work, all of the study was confirmed when you set eyes on this child. But these wise men, these wise men looked at this child and they said, yes, this is the Savior. This is the one that we've been waiting for. This is the one that's going to save all of earth, that's going to bring about Not just this light in the world that's the star that they're following, but it's going to bring about hope and peace and joy and love. Salvation is restored to humanity, a new way of life, a ruler who will protect all and love all and serve all. They had this crazy, crazy notion that this was what they were looking for. Now, there's a big trend going on right now, and I'm kind of very grateful that it wasn't going on in 2002 when I got married. Um, But there's this huge trend right now whenever the bride goes in to a bridal shop and she finds the dress she's been looking for, then you get to pose yourself and your bridal party with this sign that says, she said yes. And you think that she's saying yes to 
somebody that she's going to be married to, right? That she's engaged to. Um, no, she's saying yes to a dress. And uh, that's the thing. She said yes to the dress at this bridal boutique. You know, and you, they insert whatever bridal boutique there is. And there's this big thing, and everybody sends it out and lets all of their friends know. And I sit there and I think, how crazy is it that we go out and we say yes to, like, not only to address, yes, but that we go out and we tell people that we're saying yes to address and we possibly share more about that dress than we share about our faith that year. It's getting pretty quiet, so I think we have points taken there. But yes, but we at times, we sit there and we share all of these other details and stories in our lives. And we've said that we're saying yes to Christ, but we don't go out and really share that light. The wise men knew that that night in the little town of Bethlehem, that God's light was born into this world. And they went back to their homelands and they let everyone know. And they taught them this new way of love, of service, of humbleness, <coughs> that a king could be an infant laying on a bed of hay. That's what we need to all say yes to. To this way of life, to realizing and recognizing that even if there are little things along the story that we don't get, or that we possibly don't believe, that this this light of the world that was born thousands of years ago really is the best way to love each other and to be at peace with one another and to birth hope. And that we are to spread that. We are to continue that. Because if we don't, then there's no love, no peace, no joy surrounding us. And we were created for a community that had Christ as our center. So as we gather and come to Christ's table this morning, let us accept that light and say, yes, this is the light of the world that brings about all of these good gifts. Amen?